And welcome in to the Rob and Kale Show. I'm Rob Sanders. You know, jackpot, I'm not on my game tonight, but uh, we're going to have a great show anyway. But uh, I tell you what, we got a hurricane beaming down on the state of Florida. We're going to try to bring some uh, bring some happiness to some folks tonight that uh, are probably watching on their phones or whatever. I know that the state of Florida is getting beat down pretty serious right now, but welcome in my mm-hmm. podcast first. He is the number one Gamecock YouTuber on the planet. He is uh, Carolina Jackpot, Mr. Kale Hall. What's up, guys? Carolina Jackpot checking in. And, uh, yeah, you are uh, you're absolutely right. I haven't seen anything whoop Florida's ass like this damn uh, Hurricane Ian since, uh, well, I mean, since Tennessee. Hey. We're, not, we're not mocking folks down there. I mean, uh, there are some folks that are uh, – there are some folks that are having some issues down there, and uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, just sad. I mean, you can't really fight um, fight what's going on down there. Billy's got the good comment there. Thoughts and prayers for the hurricane victims. Yes, sir. Mike's got the same thing. We all see each other's face in on this show, but when you see some of the stuff that's happened down there, uh, I was down in Charleston working for my job today, and there was a um, – uh, one of the guys that works down there that his brother lives down near Tampa. And he said that basically the bay had almost been sucked dry from where the water's being pulled out. And then all of it's going to be pushed back in really, really quick here. It's I'm uh, telling you, there's no way I, I wouldn't live. Down, I, 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 hell no. Just wouldn't do it. Nice place to visit. Yeah. Not a good place to live. Couldn't do it. Joe says, hey, boys, love your videos. Vol fan from New York City. I didn't think they let you Tennessee fans up there in the old big city, but hey. Holy hey, shit. no Vol fan, New York City. Chris Vol- Chris Foster says, Coolio is dead at 59. How the fuck can Coolio die? Oh, that's same not good. Way, well, same way they usually do. Yeah. Hmm. Joseph, <coughs> hours to pit to watch the game yeah hey big win there for the vols all right anyway uh we're gonna do some stuff tonight apparently there's people that uh jackpot sent me some stuff and we'll go over some of that in a minute let's thank uh callaways for sponsoring the callaways pick'em challenge callawaysbarandgrill.com if you're in columbia and by the way shout out to all the georgia fans who went to callaways the night before the georgia game and essentially, from what I'm hearing, uh, basically made it a Georgia bar. <laughs> I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'm how doing. does that? What do they do to, to? I mean, turn something into a Georgia bar? I mean, do they? I mean, well, they take a, I mean, they, they dump cow manure on the floor and yeah, you know, <laughs> you're probably right. I tell you what, start uh, but fornicating you know, with her sister over in the corner. I mean, I I don't really know what one does to turn know. something into a Georgia bar. I have no clue, but uh, anyway, thank you guys for doing that and uh, for supporting uh, supporting two uh, two brothers that have their own little restaurant there, basically. Anyway, go and check them out, callawaysbarandgrill.com. They will be broadcasting the South Carolina game tomorrow night as South Carolina plays SC State. Uh, Mike Luke with the Super Chat. Jackpot, is it true you think Sonic is better than Zaxby's? No, I don't recall saying that. 
yeah i don't i don't know about all that no no that's not anyway it used to be okay it's gotten kind of bleh, kind yeah. of nasty now uh we also have dennis wilson from dnc trucking and transport fireside chats with uncle jackpot jackpot tell us a story okay um it sucks to be a gamecock uh, hey did you know that uh our our team has gotten so bad this year that we have uh gotten demoted from the varsity to the jv mm -hmm, that's right that's why we're playing our game on thursday night and you better remember it always sucks to be a gamecock go tigers that message courtesy of dennis wilson dnc trucking and transport i mean jackpot's just spitting facts tonight and um hey that's just the way that it is all right so before we do our picks jackpot and before we take phone calls uh why don't i share we'll do the uh the audio portion first with the uh from this is from the menace to society podcast right where uh zach smith sports minister sports sorry i don't know why i'm thinking menace to society anyway uh, this is from Zach Smith. I'll play the little piece here. You guys can see that. And basically, this guy is is kind of, well, we'll just play it. Here we go. I don't know this guy, Chris. You mentioned he's a YouTuber. But here's what he had to say. Zach Smith is the biggest loser fraud in the college football world. He got his boss fired, embarrassed his family, and an otherwise respectable university. Continues to call Dabo a racist simply because he got embarrassed in the playoffs. Zach, debate me, clown emoji. You won't, though, middle finger. I immediately responded, debate you on what? I think I said what your favorite cereal, cereal is, because that's about all you're qualified to debate me on. And that's my favorite. Who? I, let's put, what was his name, Chris? Foreskin Thanks. Pete. Foreskin Pete is his YouTube <laughs> name. What do you think Foreskin Pete's uh, competency or resume looks like? All right, so with that, the reason that we showed you that is because uh, Jackpot called Pigskin Pete Foreskin Pete first. So that I, tells me. Yeah. I came up with that first. Yeah, that guy's stealing from you, Jackpot. He is. I mean, I'm going to go after him for copywriting. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, look, uh, it, here's the thing, though, with Zach Smith. Um, this guy had, and I'm bringing up everything that's here because this, this, you know, this guy, here's, here's the thing with Zach Smith, for those that don't remember, and we'll read, uh, we'll read this comment in a moment. He was arrested for allegedly battering his wife who was pregnant at the time in 2009, grabbed the victim by her t-shirt, picked her up and threw her into a bedroom wall. So this guy, look, I can tell you this about Pigskin Pete. He's not going to do that to his wife. I know that. <clears throat> I don't think Pigskin Pete has also had a barrage of sex toys sent to his office. Okay? So if Zach Smith wants to, like, fuck around with Pigskin Pete, if Pigskin Pete doesn't want to do that, I'll go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Zach Smith, and I'll tell him, here's what I'm qualified to do. I'm qualified to be a better human being than you are because I didn't beat my wife when she was pregnant. And I also didn't get sex toys sent to my office. That seems to be the only thing that you could do. And by the way, that's what you are on your podcast. You talk about this great football acumen you have. You may have been a gifted football coach, but you had to get out of it because you were a shithead 
and you beat your wife. So you know what? Well, in, and in all fairness, all that, that that's all life. alleged. I mean, alleged no, none, of us, none of us were there. I have, I have a police report, sir. I can't go with a police report. There's no police report saying that I beat my wife. Just saying. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, nobody, none of us he were is, there. He is guilty of stealing from you. I have that on record. He did do that. First. He did do that. So fuck that guy. Anyway, uh, Big Bonnie Ross says Lane Kiffin dressed like a golf pro five years uh, five years now. Real Tech has taken over. He looks like a Bass Pro Fisherman in his press conference all week. Very good. Uh, and by the way, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jackpot. So that's interesting. That's Bonnie all I Ross had to say. Lane Kiffin's mom breastfed him with implants in when he was a baby. That's insane. Oh uh, shit! All right. Anyway, I, I I don't I'm not a I'm not a Zach Smith guy. So, but I'm on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good if you want to debate there. But all I'm going to do is cut and paste pictures of the police report that's online and ask you to defend that. I mean, I enjoy I enjoy listening to his podcast. I mean, it's not like I mean, he's not my hero or anything. But oh, and that's fine. That's fine. Anyway, um, anyway, <laughs> the other he gave thing out some shitty, he gave out a little bit of shitty betting advice. Yeah, he probably cost you so, some money, didn't he, Jackpot? No, I didn't. No, I, I do that on my own. I lose my own money. I don't need anybody to help me. But uh, no, he um, what was it? he? He um, called the one of the. He, he gives like three locks of the week. A few weeks ago, one of his locks of the week was the Gamecocks covering that nine point. Spread or whatever it was at Arkansas. Yeesh. Yeesh. Yeah, how'd that work <laughs> out for you? Mm. Yeah. No, I, I'll pick that too. So uh anyway, we got one more thing to share here. Uh, and this is somebody that that I don't know what this guy's fucking problem is, but let's see here. Stop that screen. Hold on. And then we'll start sharing this other one. <laughs> uh window. Here we go. All right. So Jackpot, tell me about this guy. What what is the deal with uh, so he's Clemson. changed his name. He used to be known as Clemson Clutch Sports. Um, he actually, I follow him just because he's such a fucking little shithead um, that I just like giving him jabs whenever uh, whenever the moment calls for it. Uh, now he's changed himself his name to Clemson Addict, which I'm not, you know, I'm not really sure about that. I, I don't know if that's a smart thing to do. I mean. Clemson addict might mean you, I don't know, you got the clap or something. Uh, but anyway, um, I retweeted some dumb shit that he had put out there yesterday. And he says he, he had to screenshot it for everybody. You got no likes on this post. Hey, not hey, one. Stop, Jack, stop, Jackpot, Jackpot, stop. Aaron Judge hit his 61st home run. I have to interrupt like I'm ESPN. Sorry, go ahead. All right, thank God. It, did it take this long? Yeah, he... I figured if I didn't stop immediately, we weren't an actual sports cast. We have to stop like ESPN, even though they're putting it in the middle of all the college football games, even though none of us like the Yankees at all. But anyway, Aaron Judge hit his 61st homer in case any of our massive audience here wants to know, and they're not watching ESPN tonight. So there you go. So um, he actually, this guy actually went so far as to, he didn't block me, but he muted me so that he can't ever see what I say unless I retweet something he does or I don't know something. You know, you know what? It, 
you're just a Clemson addict. If you ever watch this show, which I'm sure that you do, you're just a bitch made bitch. You're just a damn a bitch made bitch. That's exactly what you are. Your big ass, and I know it's your big ass, your big ass, because I saw he he screenshotted how good of a guy he is. He ordered the Louisiana Tech T-shirt because from their athletic department because they were so whatever, so nice to Clemson last week, and he, he showed the showed the, uh, the little order form where he ordered it, he saw a fucking 3X on it. That gum, son, 3X, you might want to lay off them cheeseburgers a little bit, I reckon. God dang. Okay, so whatever, you're just a big fat bitch-made bitch. That's all I got to say. Hey, bitch-made bitch to be a t-shirt, by the way. We should get, uh, you know what? My wife has been after me to get merch. That's actually, that's actually a Zach Smith term. Bitch made bitch. Oh, we, we can't have that term then. I don't want to take something from him. Uh, Mike says, Tater Man, we can agree and unify. That baseball crap was insane. Ruined the Wake Clemson game. Yeah. It did. Point. I was so damn pissed. Every time something – every time there was a big play or something was going on, and here he comes, and they had to make it full screen, and then they would – divide it and put Clemson over here on half the screen. I guess, I mean, that's that's fine because, I mean, they're half a football team. But there's half the screen is Clemson, and half the screen is his ass over here trying to hit his damn home run. And he, they, they walked him two times. And then his stupid ass struck out. I'm like, God dang. I'm like, this sport only exists right now because of history. And because it's it, it's just it's because it's it's just what has always been for so many years. Nobody gives a fuck about baseball in September, unless, unless your team is in the pennant race. Other than that, I mean, do you think anybody's watching the Reds right now? <laughs> right. Big, big, uh, respectfully, Big Barney Ross is watching every fucking pitch. I know that. Do they still, um, do they still call up all the minor leaguers in September? They still do that, expand the roster or whatever? I mean, I mean well, the, the Reds called up their minor leaguers for opening day, so if they call up no, anybody... I'm not talking about the Reds, fucker. I'm just talking about in general. Do they still do that? Yeah, they generally do. Yeah, so... Yeah. I mean, like, nobody gives a shit about the, like, the Pirates-Nationals game right now. <laughs> no. Fuck. All right. Uh, let's... Uh, i tell you what. Let's go to... Uh, we're going to get our picks together here, Jackpot. And uh, week five... And get this up here and moving. <laughs> All right, so <coughs> picks. So let me share these really quick here, and we'll get these out of the way, and then we'll take some calls. Uh, and I appreciate the folks that call the show, by the way. So you guys know it's kind of cool to have you folks uh, checking in with the program. What he said, hey Chris, Chris has kind of got it on point there. What he said, he's talking about the offensive staff that they've got there now, and he said. It's like uh, the, um, Brandon Streeter, he said, like Dabo Sweeney's cousins, he said, calling the plays for Clemson. He said, and then they got C.J. Spiller's running back coach. He, he said, he's like he's like the one black friend. He's like, you know, like everybody's got to say, I got a black friend. He said, and that's what C.J. Spiller is. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> Damn it. Uh, all right, jackpot. First game on the air is Kentucky at Ole Piss. Uh, Kentucky is a four-point underdog on the road. Jackpot, which way are you rolling in this game? Okay, at four points, I like Ole Miss here. Now, if it goes if it, if it goes past 
that key number of seven, I don't like it anymore. But I do like Ole Miss to cover that four. It, basically, I would take anything six and a half or down. But if it gets to seven or more, I would stay away from it. Because I think Kentucky could keep it close. They could keep it close. But it wouldn't shock me. That would shock me if they got blown out. But I'm taking Ole Miss and them four points. Yeah, uh, I – you know, uh, here's the thing. With this game here, we don't really know much about either team. And I know that sounds kind of silly, but, I mean, who is old old Piss played that that you could sit here and bank on, hey, the, they've shown that they were a decent football team there. I mean, I guess their biggest win is over Georgia Tech. They look kind of sloppy against Tulsa. Uh, so here's the thing with this one. I think They're playing a lot better defensively than they have in the past. We'll say. I think I, I both teams, and I agree with Brock. I think both teams are frauds. And well, yeah. I mean, it's not like we're going to be talking about them. They're going to be going to the this. This could be a battle to see who goes to the fucking Birmingham Bowl. It's kind of the way that that could I be. see. It. But um, here's the thing. I think that. Lane Kiffin's a great offensive coach. I think that uh, Coach Stoops is a good coach, too. He's going to be great when he leaves that shithole in Lexington and goes to Auburn or insert other school here uh, where they actually appreciate his talent. So I think that uh, it's kind of – I think people get – they bet against Kentucky a lot. I'm going to take the Wildcats to cover here simply because I like their coach. And I think that they have the more impressive win going down to the swamp and, and winning down there. So I'll take Kentucky and get the four points, even though there's something about it that says that old piss could blow them out. But as of right now, I really don't know what old piss has. And I, I do know going into the swamp and winning is a big deal. So I'll take Kentucky plus four. Next one's Wake Forest at FSU. Wake Forest, the two point underdog on the road. What you got, Jackpot? Yeah, so um, I mean, this one could help. Could, you could see some weather affecting this game, and I mean, I think I think that could, that could potentially uh, slow down Wake Forest throw game a little bit. Um, but the bad weather may have moved on from that area of Florida by that time, um, and I'm also thinking that. With that bad weather, the crowd might be dumbed down a little bit. Like, I mean, like, I don't expect to see a packed house there. Uh, so that could probably play to Wake's advantage a little bit, too. And I also just think, I think Wake Forest has a better offense, and I definitely think they have a better quarterback. Um, sometimes we'll see teams, like, they get beat twice if they play an emotional game and then they lose it kind of like they did. But, you know, really, I think that uh, Coach Clawson probably – I, th I think he probably he's got a, a very junior and senior laden team there, and I think they're I think they're probably pretty mature, and um, things probably got them coached up pretty well. So maybe that's not going to be the case. With well, all that being said, I you know I just said a million words to just I could have just told you I think I think Wake Forest will cover that. I think they actually won that ball game. I yeah, yeah Florida State's been a they've been a kind of a do wop wop feel good story so far this year, but. Yeah, I mean, who have they really beaten? I mean, let's just be real. Let's just be real. I mean, the the LSU win, I guess that was a nice one, but I mean, 
it was a very sloppy game. Very sloppy game. I guess the Louisville one on the road was decent for them, but nah, I'm 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 about as convinced that they're that they're a, a good team as I am on Kentucky. So let me go on ahead and take White Forest. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is a tough a tough game to pick too, um, simply because of what what Jackpot said about Wake Forest. Could you know are they going to let that that Clemson loss hang over their head? Um. I'm kind of 50 50 on it, but I'm going to take FSU at home minus two. Uh, you know, actually, you know what? I'm going to go with Wake Forest. Let me back close to me. Next game is uh, Texas AM at Mississippi State. Texas AM is a one and a half point underdog on the road as they head to the land of the cowbell. Uh, jackpot, which way do you want to roll on that one? Started slow last week, should have lost last week, didn't lose last week, will lose this week. Give me the cowbell, cover that one and a half, and win this game at home outright. I still think Texas A&M is fraudulent. Yeah, I- I'm with you on that. It seems like we keep con- uh, we keep we keep expecting Texas A&M to get their face kicked in, but and they never do. Uh, but that offense for Texas A&M is just not very good. And I think that uh, Mississippi State will do enough, and they will get the win in the land of the cowbell. Georgia's at Mizzou. Georgia is a 28-and-a-half-point favorite over the M-I-Z-Z-O-U jackpot. It's Our friends of the Mazodcast are not very happy right now. Yeah, they have reason to. I think they're going to have even more reason to after this one. I think Georgia will go out there and just beat the ever-living shit out of them. Uh, simply because <coughs> yeah, I think Georgia played like their D-minus game this past week and still won by 17 over a Kent State team that is a decent group of five team. It's a decent team in the MAC, probably one of the better teams in the MAC, but should have been competing with Georgia. Uh, they scored way more points than anyone scored on them all year. And uh, I think they're going to be uh, full of themselves this Saturday afternoon. I think they're going to go out there and take it out of Mizzou. And, I mean, Mizzou, you know, that you talk about emotional. How could you get up for a game against the number one ranked team in the country after what happened to them this past Saturday? I, I just don't see it. I think, I think this game, I think it, the thing, I think it could be 28 nothing in the first quarter. I really do. I don't know if uh, I don't know what Mizzou's got left. I really don't. And uh, they've got one guy that uh, in Luther Burden that's supposed to be a star that a lot of other teams wanted him. Hello Georgia. Hello Alabama. All these other teams wanted this guy, and he said, "You know what? I want to stay close to home." And he goes out there, and I I don't even think he had a had a touch in the game against Auburn. I. I I don't know what the hell's going on with uh, with Eli Drinkowitz. I mean, he's living on his own on his own fucking planet. Uh, I'm going to take Georgia to win by 40, but we'll take the 28 and a half here. Alabama. Okay, I, I want to respond. I want to respond to the to the idiot in the comment section real quick. I want to respond to the idiot in the comment section. We've Kentucky got oh, NIU we- and Miami are picked to win back divisions. Kale thinks. Not enough. I don't. I don't really understand what any of that means. Okay, well, I got Phil Steele's magazine out. Northern Illinois is predicted to finish number two in the West, 
And they actually have Miami picked to finish number one in the East. So neither this is not plural. They are not predicted to win MAC divisions because NIU is not predicted by Phil Steele. And that's what I go with. That's what we go with here on this uh, on this channel. Now, I mean, if you want to debate me on it, so you're telling me that the team that, uh, well, what the team that is predicted to finish first there? No, it doesn't got me so out of my element. The team that's fit, picked to finish number two in the West there uh, played you to an eight-point game in your stadium on Saturday night. Could have beat you. Could have beat you. Uh, but they did. So, yeah. I mean, I, I've long said you guys need to join the MAC. I mean, because you just you just seem to. Uh, that seems to be uh, your uh, mode of competition there. Now he says it's just one worthless rag. So tell me what, what which rags are worth something? Which rags are worth something? Uh it's it's whatever rag deep throat. The ones that suck the Smurf penis? Probably. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Don't 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 entertain him. He's he's dumb. I he's I mean, I I I'm I'm not he is legitimately dumb. Like every every comment that he makes is just fucking stupid. He, hasn't said much <laughs> he does. Fight. Every time I look down here and I see the K, uh, that K avatar, and then to the right of it is just pure, unadulterated, just crap. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Well, he said you. Uh, he said it's no wonder the way that you pick games that you're in 18th place. I, I don't think you're in 18th. I don't know where I'm at, but uh, here's what I know. I know that when I comment in the comment section, I can put things that aren't fucking dumb. And I don't have to put about my team playing Mac teams. Okay? I don't have to do that. So there's that. Uh, Alabama's at Arkansas. Uh, Alabama's a 19-point favorite on the road, Jackpot. This is in the land of the hog. They're doing a red out. What the fuck? <laughs> <coughs> I... You know, this game's kind of kind of intriguing. Should have won. Should have won last Saturday um, in uh, the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. I won't call it Jerry World because I think that sounds stupid. Uh, but they should have won. Um, the, little, the little girl kicker, we, all, we already talked about that. Alabama, I mean, scored a shit ton of points this past week. Really, really looked impressive blowing Vanderbilt out. I don't know, man. That 19 points, I, Arkansas played them tough last year. I think Arkansas realizes. I mean, they had they they gave up their one. Um, that may they may have they may not have another shot at winning the West if they don't win out. And I think they know that. I think Pittman's an emotional guy. I think he's gonna have them ready. <sighs> Sometimes you play emotional though. You don't play focused. I think they play focused here. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the hogs and the red out. I, I, I'm gonna take them to cover that. I, th I don't think they win, but I think they'll uh, I think they'll keep it within that 19 somewhere. Yeah, I, that that's kind of where I think a lot of people are floating. But you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna go with Alabama. There's just something in my in my heart that says that Alabama's gonna come in and just wallop them. Last season, they beat them by, well, like, I don't remember how much, but that was in Tuscaloosa. I know that. But I do know their pass defense is terrible, 
And I think that uh, Nick Saban's going to want Young to uh, air it out a little bit. And Alabama has the defensive line they can match up with that big, nasty offensive line that Arkansas has. So give me Alabama minus 19. Next game is NC State at Clemson. Uh, when this started in, Clemson was a 13-point favorite. The line's down to like six now. Um, so, Jackpot, which way are you rolling with this game? I mean, with the line change, I mean, it, dropping that much, uh, which way are you going to go? Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's obvious where I'm going to go. You know, I'm going to go. I'm going to roll with NC State. Um, you know, I think that um, you know this 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 bad weather. I I, I don't know necessarily who uh, that would favor in that situation, but I mean, I think they're really good. Um, Clemson, I, I don't know about. I mean, the this defense that we were told was all world that. It's going to be hard for anybody to score on them. And, and I'm not trying to make fun of Clemson here. because I would never do that. Um, but, I mean, it's just I just haven't seen it this year. And I think yeah, I think NC State's better than Wake Forest. And, and I think they could have a tough time. I think they could have a tough time Saturday night. Um, I'm going to take uh, NC State to cover that one. It could be another close win. But Clemson wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me to see either one of these teams win. Clemson has won – what, what's it been since 2016, the last time they lost at home? I mean, I, I, I just kind of look at things sometimes from a law of averages perspective, and it's it's like they're due. They're due to lose at home. Um, and they're due, they haven't lost a night game in Death Valley since 2013. Have not lost a night game since 2013. That was, I think. That was Florida State with Jameis Winston, right? Oh yeah, man! It was loved it, loved it. Watched yeah. it all, but um, yeah, I think I think that uh, I think NC State covers this big number. Tristan with the ten dollars super chat. Thank you, Tristan. He says Bryce Young in true road games is four and one, <laughs> but all four wins have been by three points or less. Give me Arkansas. Okay, we appreciate the uh, the super chat, sir. Um, all right, so here here's the thing. My one of my good friends is Jonathan Reynolds, who used to do a show, a radio show in Columbia. Jonathan is an NC State, uh, NC State fan. I'm telling you this because Jonathan is actually trying to save souls now. He is a a pastor that's out there, uh, saving souls and trying to get people to come to Jesus and all of that. I say that because Jonathan's the only NC State fan I know that's worth a shit. Their coach is a pussy. What are we going to do if we can't fly from Raleigh to Clemson? Get on a fucking bus. Went out to went out to the damn bowl game and didn't play the game but wanted the trophy. They are a fucking fraudulent ass program. And I know that Devin Leary is a good quarterback. And the line is at 13 points here. I'm going to take Clemson just because fuck NC State. Fuck them with a yard iron. So there, there's that. Everybody wanting Clemson to lose this game, too. I hope they blow them the fuck out. Then everybody's got to rewrite their fucking copy points. I'm getting tired of that shit, too, by the way. Everybody's blowing. You know, Clemson sucks. They win, they're winning games. They go into Wake Forest, by the way. Who'd finish second in the SEC East? Wake Forest is better than Tennessee. Wake Forest is better than Kentucky. And the rest of you fucking idiots over there. All right? They'd finish second in the SEC East. 
They went up there and they won that game. Sam Hartman's goddamn 30 years old out there throwing the ball. They are a good team, and yet these motherfuckers still want to run their mouths about them. But Clemson's averaging winning games by like 20 points, but yeah, Clemson sucks. They're going to beat the shit out of fucking NC State. Give me well, Clemson. Joe, I'm eating um, chicken nuggets from Burger King. Very good, sir. Give me Clemson minus 13. Iowa State at Kansas. Kansas, uh, not in the top 25, but they're 4-0 on the year. Uh, jackpot, which way you rolling there, buddy? I think, sadly, I think the, the run of covering and the run of wins comes to an end. But Iowa State's the I think that defense is just too good. Give me the uh, Iowa State Cyclones there. Uh, you know what? I think the story continues. Give me Kansas. Why not? Kansas plus three and a half at home. Michigan at Iowa. Michigan's a four-point favorite at Iowa. Michigan is hasn't really been tested, in my opinion, Jackpot. Do you like the Wolverines or the Hawkeyes here? Mm-hmm. I played Maryland last weekend, and um, I didn't cover the spread. I fumbled the opening kickoff. Um. I just think Iowa, I think Iowa's just a wet-ass poot of a team. When you talk about a wet poot, Kentucky's a wet poot, and I think Iowa is another wet poot. Those two actually squared off in the uh, bowl game last uh, year or two. It's two wet farts together. I'm sure it stunk up Orlando or wherever the hell they were at. Um, So I'm going to have Michigan there. I think they beat them pretty soundly. Uh, you know, I, I think Michigan, you're right. Michigan will uh, rally and win there at Iowa. Iowa, every time I watch them play, they just look slow. You know what I'm saying, Jackpot? They look like they're, they're, that uh, their coach has got them somewhat in a position where they can make plays, but then they're just too fucking slow to make them. So give me Michigan minus four. By the way, for folks asking where the uh, where the picks are, I posted it right there. It's uh, it's up on the website, robinkaleshow.com. Week five, Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. So there you go. Oklahoma State at Baylor. Oklahoma State getting one point going to Baylor. This is a toss-up game here. Would you agree, Jackpot? It is. Um, I'm going to take Baylor. Oklahoma State's given up some points this year to uh, up a lot of points. I thought defensively they were going to be really good. Um, you know, but what's that guy? What's his name? Jim Knowles was the D, D coordinator that went to Ohio State. And they replaced him with Derek Mason. Obviously, being at uh, Vanderbilt for all those years impaired Derek Mason's ability to coach defense because they're not doing it there. So I'm going to take, uh, take Baylor. I'm going to take the home team. Mike says, hot take, Gumps and Dogs each get a loss. Okay, JT Thompson says, Burger King 10 count for jackpot. All right. Good enough for that one. This one, I'm going to take Baylor because they're at home. LSU at Auburn. LSU is a a one-and-a-half-point underdog on the road at Auburn. I think Auburn's a shit show jackpot. I think LSU wins this game, and I think they blow them out. I don't think Auburn's worth a fuck. So give me LSU plus one-and-a-half. Yeah, I will take LSU as well. I think Auburn's uh, Auburn's pretty bad, pretty bad. All right, and the the final game is the Kale Hall Special, 
where we have New Mexico State at home against FIU. This is an FIU team that, ladies and gentlemen, lost to Western Kentucky. They lost to a directional school from Kentucky, 73 to nothing. And they're playing the fine folks from New Mexico State. Uh, New Mexico State is a 14-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Jackpot, first of all, why did you pick this shitter? And second, who are you picking here? Well, I mean, just because the, the, the Kale Hall special has to be a shitter. So I figured this was a good one to pick. Um, well, that being said, God dang it. FIU. FIU. Yeah, like we said, got beat 73 nothing by um, New Mexico. Where was I? By Western Kentucky. Um, yeah. Also, their one win was a one-point thriller in overtime, I think, against FCS Bryant University. And um, then they also lost the game to um, Texas lost, State by like 30. New Mexico State is one and four. Um, played a good game against UTEP, who got a win last week. And they also played have played Minnesota and Wisconsin, um, and scored like a combined seven points in those games. But the thing is, they're they're battle tested. And then with FIU traveling to New Mexico State, you got to think. I, I know I know FIU is near Miami. I think. So the hurricane is kind of this way from there. But you got to think, are these folks going to, is their mind going to be elsewhere? Is their mind going to be elsewhere? I don't think they're going to be focused on this game at all. I think that the uh, the New Mexico State Aggies, I think they wear them out and win very easily. In fact, it could be worse than last week. Yeah, if you lose by 73, I'm never fucking picking you in anything. Uh, give me New Mexico State minus 14 and a half. All right, so there you go, jackpot. There are our picks for the week. And I tell you what, now it's time. We're going to take some phone calls. If you would like to call the show, 803-470-2905. We'll put it down here with the bouncing ball here so you can follow along. 803-470-2905. Mike with another, with another chat here. Uh, thank you for the super chat. We'll read that in a second. Let's answer the phone. And welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, it's Big Barney Ross. I want to talk Kentucky Ole Miss. Now, the best thing about this game is by Saturday afternoon, we're going to know if Kentucky really is a wet fart. Or Kentucky has to win the state of Mississippi in order to win the election this year. If we lose either one of those games, you know, it's over. We got to beat Ole Miss and we got to beat Mississippi State. If we lose, you know, it's, it's pretty much our season's done. But if we win both of them games, we're going to look like DeSantis. You know, if we lose one or both, we're going to look like McConnell. And nobody wants to look like Mitch McConnell. But the take on this is I think Kentucky has to go down there and win this by 10 points or better in order for the people to start taking, you know, Kentucky a little more serious than what they really are. But, you know, Ole Miss is without a couple of players, but it's still going to be a, a tough challenge. But I think if they can go down there and get it done and win by at least 10, I think that'll get the monkey off their back. And I don't know. 
That's my thoughts on it. Big Barney Ross, I'm out. Thank you, Big Barney Ross. Uh, Mike says if Vol fans actually think they can beat LSU and Baton Rouge, I feel bad for how dumb they are. Poor man's Notre Dame bragging about not winning championships. And by the way, Big Barney Ross with a good point there. Uh, Kentucky's goal is obviously to finish second in the SEC East. And uh, to do that, they need to win the state of Mississippi. So, yeah, good point there. Uh, welcome to the program. Good evening. Uh, excuse me. What coach were you criticizing early in the show? I don't know. It's been a long show, sir. What what uh, what are you talking about? Enlighten me to what I said because I say a lot of dumb things. You really, first of all, we we do agree on that. You really don't know which coach you were criticizing for like five minutes at, at the beginning of the show. Oh, you talking about Dave right? Dorn? You talking about Dave Dorn? Yeah, I fucking fuck Dave Dorn. Okay, and what was your problem with him? Uh, he's a cunt. Can you elaborate on that? I'm sorry. I, he I don't is a cunt. Uh, yeah, well, obviously you do. He is a C-U-N-T. Fuck him. Fuck his program. Fuck all of them. There you go. And, do I have to go any further? Aggravated? Because, uh -huh. look, NC State to me is like you with Florida, where you, where you troll the Florida fans till the end of time. You know what I'm talking about. I mean that that's how NC State is with me. They are a fucking a fucking pest on a on a piece of dog shit. That is what they are. Well, well, here here's the difference. I have sure. actual facts and history on my side. I sure. think you might have been pushing the issue on some of that stuff. Listen, pushing you whine and what? cry about. Hold on, some, what, what am I? Hold on, respectfully, sir. What did I push the issue on? What? Interestingly, you said respectfully. Um, <laughs> when it comes to to, I, I, I'm not sure as a Clemson fan, you really want to you really want to compare uh, issues on coaches. Your coach pumped your players full of steroids and then baptized Allegedly. them, and in the name of Jesus, and Allegedly. claimed that everything was okay as you rolled out players. Sir, if you juice. first of all, if you have if you have issues, first no no player that played uh, that tested positive for steroids actually played in a game. But go ahead with whatever it is you need to go with there. Here By the way, I got is, a um, sure, go ahead. I got a question for you. Um, sure. All summer long, you you use the term SCC least. Yes. I think we have three teams in the top ten. Are we still the SEC well, least? By the way, yes. Will you have three teams in the top ten on uh, November twenty sixth? Put your balls out there. You think that's going to happen? Will any any one of the entire just ACC answer, have just those same no, three no, no. teams? Don't don't spin, sir. Do not spin like a washing machine. He's, he's getting the spin mode. You have three top ten I'm teams. Not, Are you going to put your balls I'm out there and spinning. say you're going to have spinning. three there? Do you want to go I'm that route, or do you want to sit here and talk about? Oh, we have three ranked teams in the spinning. top ten in September. Yay. I am not spinning. First of all, you have to be thin enough to spin, which I am, and you are not. You're too fucking okay. fat to spin. You're exactly you can't right. Spin at all. You're exactly yeah. right. Listen what else to you me got? Very carefully. I'm you listening. made a fool out of yourself. How did I make SEC, a fool out of myself? And now we're here to prove ourselves with Kentucky, Tennessee, and Georgia. We're here to stay, and guess what? I'm sorry, Jackpot. I love you, buddy. You're you're out of the club. You're not part of it. But the fact is, oh, well, the mother two, the mother two, ain't gonna be in the treehouse very long. 
Hey, let me make sure. Let me make sure that we understand something. You, you you make comments about me being a chunky bastard, but here's what I've got. I've got you on tape saying that Kentucky are on the same level as the Georgia Bulldogs, sir. That's what you just said. Do Is I have to even remotely hot, hot. go anywhere else? You are putting that Kentucky level. and Tennessee on the same level as the defending national champion. That's what you just yep. did. You yep. are you, you I, sir, I, don't, I don't know I what don't, your problem is. I don't is. deny that. I do not deny that for one minute. That level here. is top notch. You top think that they you sir. think that they're a you think that they are a those two teams are top ten programs. Go ahead, say it yep. again. That yes, way I've got beating Akron and Ball State's akin to win a national title now. Rob, mm. Rob, you I don't have to say anything both need to deal with it that the SEC East is here to stay this year. Kentucky, Tennessee, and Georgia are top-notch teams, and all of y'all need to deal with it. Look, I'll give you Georgia, but Kentucky and Tennessee have a lot of work to do, sir. Even their fans will tell you that. How many many losses do all three of us have combined right now? Huh? How many losses? Uh, zero. Zero. Thank you very much, sir. Got a bunch of wins over some Mac teams, too. You know, just when I think they're five and oh, they're five and oh against Matt. No, yeah, five and oh versus Mac teams. Peg and Megan is literally he is he gets dumber by the second. I don't think that anyone sits here and thinks that Georgia and Kentucky are on the, or excuse me, Kentucky and Tennessee are at the same fucking level as Georgia. Anyway, next caller, welcome to the program. Hey, what is up, boys? It's your boy Joe from New York, and uh, yeah, as a Tennessee fan, uh, yeah, we're not on the same level as Georgia. But uh, there's still, as you guys said, there's a lot of work we have to do uh, defensively because that defense is doo doo, but. Um, I mean, I think we're going to go down there and beat OSU next week. Um, I, you know, OSU's getting a lot better with their defense, and they're playing a lot better uh, ball. Uh, I was surprised to beat Mississippi State, but I think well, we have a pretty good shot uh, noon game to go down there and beat them. What do you guys think? Um, I yeah, I think you got a shot first. Yeah, it's not. It's not like it's not like you have no chance. I mean, I think it's it's oh. like a 60-40 split there, in my opinion. Uh, if it were a night game, I'd oh, probably no, lean a hell of a lot more heavier towards uh, towards uh, towards LSU. But you got them at high noon. And those Cajun folks won't be that drunk yet, so it might be a little oh, closer. Oh, yeah. No, listen, brother. I, I agree with you, man. If that was a night game, I'd shit my pants. And listen, man, I'm a big Tennessee fan. I said in the chat, my dad is uh, was born in Ohio, so he's a Buckeyes fan, Indians fan, Browns fan, all that shit. Feel bad for the guy. Um, <laughs> besides the Buckeyes, so when I was like eight, eight or nine, Tennessee was playing, and I was like, you know what? I'm so poor for these guys. Probably one of the worst mistakes I made in my life. But uh, you know, those are my boys. I watch them all the time. I I went up and seen them a couple times. Uh, I drove up to Pittsburgh. Uh, they played mm-hmm. basketball out here and stuff. So. But uh, I, I love college football. It's my favorite sport, man. But uh, before I leave, I want to say one more thing. Oklahoma State is the most fraudulent team in college football. 
They are going. To, I'm telling you right now, Baylor's winning this game by two touchdowns on Saturday. Mark my words, it's happening because they have played nobody. Sanders has one touchdown and seven interception ratio against Baylor. This guy is well, Baylor's going to win. Baylor's winning this game. All right, hey man, I'm appreciate that. that program. Thank you, brother. Have a good night. All right. Thank you, sir. Me too, boys. All right, there you go. Um, um, in the comments section, Elijah Allen says, but beating the defending HCC champion and Florida, okay, you can't make fun of the ACC and then brag about beating their champ in the same sense. And, or, and Florida are nothing but shame Beamer and those chickens struggle against Georgia State and Charlotte. GTFO of here, laughing emoji times Six. How did South Carolina struggle against Charlotte? Uh, didn't we win by 36, 56 to 20, something like that? Yeah. One yeah, something like that. Yeah, I tell you who did struggle against them Tennessee a couple years ago when they beat them 14 to 3. So we've scored, we've scored like three times as many points against Charlotte as Tennessee ever has in their history. Gary. Good evening, Hater Man, and also good evening, Jackpot, because this is the Wake Forest Man. I'm not really going <laughs> to talk much about the ACC. I, I want to get into Jackpot's territory a little bit, because these Tennessee fans are honestly out of control. If they think they even have an inkling of a chance of beating LSU, oh, you just love LSU. No, I am a Wake Forest fan, right? I'm a loser, right? I play in that trash conference. If you think you can go into Baton Rouge and win, you're out of your mind. Tennessee fans are, like I said, poor, like someone said it, poor man's Notre Dame. You just rest on your laurels. And, well, Peyton Mann went to my school. Cool. Tennessee is a joke. And I'll maybe next week we can talk about Kentucky because you're not much better. But Tennessee is a force that needs to be stopped. They are out of control. <laughs> All right, appreciate it. Uh, 803 You know what? You know what their what their offense their offense it, the team reminds me of. You remember back in like 08-09 when uh, when the pirate was at uh, was at Texas Tech and he had like Michael Crabtree and those dudes um, playing wide receiver and I mean they were. Frisbee catching dogs. They were real fun to watch. And, you know, they, they won all their games like 45 to 42. And, I mean, it really, I mean, they, they ran up about nine or ten wins, I think. But, I mean, really did nothing nationally relevant. That, that's kind of what it reminds me of. I mean, it's fun to watch. But in the end, I mean, I just don't think there's a lot of substance there. Uh 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. Am I wrong? Am, am I in the am I in the building? Am I am I am I on the on the pathway? Am I you know after after Peg and Megan's call, all you have you to do smell, is bend over and fart and you, you make smell what I'm cooking. If you bend over and fart, we probably would. <laughs> anyway, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. If you would like to join the program this evening, 803-470-2905. Um, 
yeah, we got our games picked. Jackpot, your uh, Gamecocks are playing tomorrow. We did not have them in the Pick'em Challenge. First yeah. of all, I, I couldn't find a line on it. Uh, the one line I found had Gamecocks uh, minus 43, I think it was. Uh, I mean, Mr. Christopher Phillips on the Spurs Up show had a, a graphic with them minus 38 and a half, which I think is kind of low. Um, <clears throat> the, the big thing with that is that SC State, they're not even, I mean, they're not even really a good FCS team this year. Uh, tomorrow night, South Carolina, I think, should just roll the ball out there and win by five or six touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not really much to talk about with that game. Joe says, uh, when does Dabo finally go to the transfer portal? That's one of the flaws Dabo Sweeney has. He doesn't want to do it. Uh, I, I don't. He needs to. He needs to figure that shit out quickly. Because I mean, it's not- really he doesn't go out and he doesn't go out and hire great coaches either. He's he's just plucking the cousins, he's plucking the cousins and putting them on that offensive staff. Um, well, he hired Tony Elliott, who's the head coach at Virginia. He hired Brent Venables, who's the head coach at Oklahoma. I don't know where yeah, you're going. That, that was a while back. Um, like oh, okay. I mean, they're, they're all like everybody there. It's like they played for Clemson or I, I don't know. It's just that that's what that hints the, the, the Dabo Sweeney's cousins cousins comment. Uh, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. Chris is up with a dumb comment that I will not read. Uh, oh, they're going to let him hand out water. They're going to let him watch the <laughs> I think Marshawn Lloyd and the Gamecock running backs will run all over SC State. He's probably be putting his hands on them and playing like puppets or something. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Oh, good evening, gentlemen. This is the Biscuit. How you guys doing? Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, hey, Jackpot. F you, our, our, our women's volleyball team just beat y'all. So, in your face tonight, it just happened. So. Great stuff there. Um, hey, I've got a, I've got a proposal. Since since the Miami Hurricanes are no longer even a category one storm, can we call them the Tropical Depressions until they can beat a group of five team? Uh, whatever the fuck. Exactly. They're, 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 so, so last last Sunday night, I think we upset an A and M fan. I see no reason why we shouldn't do that tonight. So. Um, you know, congratulations on their on their big win. But the only thing AM fans like to do more than win football games is they like to yell and, and dance and um and and cheer. Have you guys ever seen their little antics that they do before the games? The, the, I watched the clip the of yell the, I watched a clip of the one before the uh, App State game and it was it was after the App State game and the only reason it had went viral was because um the kid that was leading it was making fun of App State and for being, you know, hillbillies or, or whatever the term he used, I don't know. Um, and then they got that ass beat, yeah. so it was like a pretty big deal. But that's really the only time I've watched the yell practice. I thought it was kind of strange, to be frank. It's, it's really, like they were trying to be funny, and it wasn't. Funny. Yeah, for those in the audience that don't know, they somehow like hypnotize or convince 25 or whatever thousand of their students to come into the stadium on, I don't know what night it is, either Wednesday or Thursday. And then they have like five to 10 guys down on the field 
they're dressed in like I guess I, the best way I could describe it is if if a if a male hairdresser started an army, that's what he would dress them in. And then hey, uh, one of them, what's that? I, I was gonna I, I go ahead and finish your statement there, but then I I have to read a comment and I want to get your reaction live on the show. But go ahead and finish your comment. There. Okay, sure. Sure. So, so then one of them, I don't know if one or all of them do this and they take turns. One of them does this like 15 feet back and forth. He does this little hop skip thing where he acts like he's galloping on a pony and then does this <laughs> step turnaround and he delivers the worst stand-up comedy you've ever heard in your life. It's like if you've ever been to, if you've ever been to a comedy show and one of the comedians just fails and no one's laughing, it's uncomfortable and awkward. He does this for a few minutes and in the crowd, you hear a couple of laughs every once in a while. But then yeah. nothing else. And so they have videos on YouTube where they're like, I saw one where they had where they had they they were in a theater and they had one guy up front giving instructions and he's putting his hands on his hips and he and he's, and he's saying when I do this you yell and, and and going through the gyrations and the and the hey everybody we just made three points everybody stand up you know what that means when my hands are on my hips. Jesus, terrible. <coughs> Biscuit, can you respond to this comment from Hunter Slay? He says, Biscuit's oh, personality, sure. and I, I'm, I'm reading it verbatim, so don't, this is from Hunter Slay here. He says, okay. Biscuit's personality is like a leftover cold biscuit that's been laying around for two days, and you pick it up and eat it, and it's not worth a damn. Your thoughts, sir? Show us on this doll would, where Biscuit hurt my, you. My on that would be, why would you see a biscuit like that put it in your mouth, retard? Good point. Good point. You see an Our old biscuit. biscuit that's laying around, you stick it in your mouth. What else is he putting in his mouth? <laughs> uh, you, I mean, oh. you, I mean, I will leave that up to the imagination. But. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, that, that's a good point. God damn it. All right, Biscuit. Have a good night, man. All right, man. See you. There you go. No, he, he's uh, talking about um, stand up comic. You know who puts on a good stand up comedy routine is. Uh, Old Ron White, um, and he's retiring this year um, after being on the road for like 40 years. 2022 is his last year. We went and saw him in Cherokee at the 1st of August, and um, he had a uh, he had a um, one little bit where he was talking about um, he, he bought a plane some years ago, like uh, a, a private plane. And um, he said, uh, he said uh, it was an old one, I guess, and he needed to do some work to it. And he said, I told my ex-wife, I said, I'm going to paint a skull and crossbones on the bottom of my plane. And she said, well, you can't do that. That's why I tell you, fuck the universe. And he says, okay, well, you're not going to like my other idea, which was to paint fuck the universe on the bottom. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, man, I'm from Dallas, Texas. Hey, Rob, you're a cool dude, but I want to tell Jack Pot, man, I've been watching him um, the last three years. Man, I feel like everybody should be able to watch y'all show, man. Y'all should be worldwide, man. Y'all are funny. I love the SEC football. I love I love college football, people, but my favorite team, my favorite team, Dallas Cowboys. 
But college football, I mean, I love I love the people to be calling in because that that because that country twang, more white man, they be going in. Do like do like the do like the um the the um, what's it so called? The um, Paul Farm Bar show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both y'all shows, man. I love y'all, man. Jay Pike, man, keep doing your thing, Jay Pike. That's all, all right, I like. Yeah, I love y'all, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Have a good night. Yeah. All right, there you go. So we have Cowboys fans calling us from Texas. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. Universe. Universe. <laughs> God damn it. Welcome to the program. Good evening. And this day. No, I'm not. I'm not. You're not. You're not. Oh, God, no. Fuck, God, fuck no, off. No, no, no. Fuck off forever. You're not singing on the program. 803 to the no, 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 this is uh this is Baylor man also from Texas. Yeah, okay. Well we're big Good evening. Texas. Hello, what's up, buddy? Yeah. Um, well, a couple things are what's up. Um, first of all, shout out to both of you guys for um being smart on your uh pick 'em with uh my bears. Um for something to be at that game making 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 a fool. Um, but, um, I was thinking as I was listening to you and Peg and Megan, um, kind of bicker back and forth, I was thinking, you know what? I think Rob and Peg and ought to start their own podcast. Call, call it Pup Tater. Uh, I, I couldn't do a show with Peg and Megan because I would get dumber by osmosis. So I couldn't <laughs> do that. I would be so dumb in fucking two shows. I wouldn't be able to button my my shirt, and I, I would be I wouldn't be able to read. That's how dumb he would make me by osmosis. So anyway, all right, Baylor man, I appreciate it. Thank you for calling and always uh, watching the show, buddy. You have a good night. All right. Yeah. Ah, oh, you too. Second bear. See you, See you later. <laughs> Uh, the biscuit over in the comment section uh, pointing out that there's a pile of shit on the floor, and he's requesting for Hunter to put it in his mouth. Yeah. Only here, ladies and gentlemen. Only here. Um, oh man. Anyway, eight zero three four seven zero two nine zero five. We always learn something on this show. We always learn something on this show. We always do. 803-470-2905-803-470-2905. Uh, by the way, hurricanes do affect the they cancel a game or whatever because of the hurricane. That's part of the Callaway's pick and challenge. That game just won't count. It's considered a push. It's considered a push. Because Ian always gets a push. You know, I'm uh I'm I'm kind of uh weary of uh I don't know if Carolina Jackpot's gonna be heading up to Pennsylvania Saturday morning or not. We shall see. Well, welcome to the program. Good evening. What's going on, fellas? Hunter Slay over here. Hi, Hunter. 
How are you? Hey, hey, you don't have any poop in your mouth, do you? You better, you better be clean. biscuit Oh, hold on. I, I, I was just wondering. I mean, Bis biscuit told you there was some shit you needed to eat. You're not eating shit live on the program, are you? No, no. Okay, good. Thank you for that. Uh, that one, that one hurt deep down. <laughs> sure. Hey, what does he? He just gets on and rambles on about a bunch of shit. I mean. What, anyway, what exactly, what exactly uh, are you doing right now, sir? Kind of the you're same. Rambling, but you're rambling. Least... You're rambling on about him rambling on about a bunch of shit. I yeah, mean, I'm, I just, I'm just being honest. Had to make the point. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. What about Wake Forest, man? Hey, man, somebody got under his skin about that SEC East and out. Uh, thinking that um, Wake. I'm not saying Tennessee would blow Wake out. But Wake sure as hell wouldn't blow Tennessee out. Um, I mean, I think it'd be a pretty competitive game. And in all honesty, I mean, do, what do you what do y'all think on that? Not being a homer or anything, but I think it would be a pretty competitive game. I don't think as Uncle as Uncle Lou would say, I think it would be fun to watch. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, we know Tennessee's defensive woes, and I don't think uh, Wake is. The be all end all of defense either, so be a real good shootout game. But yeah, you're probably right. Anyway, I guess ten Tennessee will actually get a win this weekend as well since they're on the bye. But so you're, I heard you say earlier about LSU. You're saying that you give Tennessee a forty percent, like a sixty forty. I'm assuming Tennessee with forty yeah, percent at LSU. That, and the reason that I, I feel that way is because. Um, I think Tennessee can go down there and score some points. I think winning down there at LSU is tough. And I don't it know if, if Tennessee is uh, is quite there yet. And I know that there's going to be some Tennessee fans that are going to bitch and say I'm going against them. Look, LSU fans are, are pissed at me because I've said to them that uh, they had to go get a fucking Ohio State reject to be their damn quarterback to win a national title. Their fans don't like me either, Okay. Uh, and they're they're pissing with me, I, so I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Tennessee going down there and whipping their ass. That'd be fucking great. Tennessee fans would fucking jizz uh, all over their face. It'd be great. So, uh, I mean, I agree. We I don't think that. And again, I mean, we all say this on here. There's a lot of Tennessee fans. Oh, we're gonna go there and beat this shit out of them. But no, I mean, it's not gonna be like that. I mean. I think they might sneak out there with a win, but it's it, it'll be the most competitive game I believe they had. Because here's the thing. They struggle. They sit back in that south zone. I mean, that's what we do. We sit back in that weak zone. And they don't put a spy out there. And Jaden Daniels could run better than Richardson can. So I think that's going to cause us problems. Uh, we have a week to worry about <laughs> But hey, Hunter, I appreciate you calling the show, hey, and I uh, hope you don't eat shit like this always, said to. See you later. Don't eat shit. There you go. Well, I mean, here's my thing. I, I mean, I know what Tennessee's identity is. I know what their identity is. You know, I, I, I picked it, it up, and, and there was is it mustard. Is, is it mustard throwing and uh, looking for fluoride? Is that their identity? <laughs> yes. Well, no. I mean, offensively, I know what their identity. What is what is LSU? I mean, what, what, what really? I mean, what are they good at? I mean, are they is are they a defensive team? Are they an offensive team? I mean, what you know? It's, I don't know. I don't know. 
I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sold on them still. So, I mean, hell, they lost to fucking Florida State at home, basically. Um, Big Marty Ross but, with the super chat. I got to read the super chat, Jackpot. You have a good, that's a good point there, though. If Kentucky loses Saturday, first caller to call in and say Kentucky is going 11 and one, they get a lifetime ban. <laughs> Very good, Big Barney Ross. Well, we know they're beating Georgia. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 803-470-2905. Last couple of minutes here on the program as uh, we get set up for the weekend of games. Go and uh, if you haven't made your picks yet, go ahead and do it. Knock it out. <laughs> and yeah. South Carolina plays tomorrow night. They're a 30-something point favorite over SC State. Back out to the phones. <laughs> Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. It's Texas A&M fan. Hello, Texas A&M fan. How are you? Hey. hey I'm doing wonderful. Hey, listen, uh, I just wanted to kind of clue this uh, biscuit, whatever, Lint Biscuit, whatever his fucking name is. The fucking the, the fucking yell practice is on motherfucking Friday night. Okay. Which is the and the reason is that is a yell practice the night before the game. Why the fuck would we have it on Wednesday and Thursday? I don't know what team he is a affiliated with or fan of, but yes, at Texas A and M we do have tradition. So I'm tired of these immature bastards getting on here and getting their jollies by trying to run down A&M. A&M has nothing to prove to these fucking little immature bastards that get on here and want to think they're you know cute what? by you, saying something. I, I agree with you, Texas A&M school. fan. They have nothing to prove. They're going to go eight and four, and they have nobody to fucking bargue and bitch about. You're absolutely right, sir. Well, I mean, I think you're actually, believe it or not, I, Rob, I'm going to have to actually agree with that. I think we lost a big weapon this week with one of our leaders. I think we're going to have a down year, too. But, you know, like I said, uh, next year, you know, I think it's going to be a whole different story. I think we're building for something. I, I, but, yeah, we're, this year we're not looking good. I will Wait, say this on our behalf. You lost one though. of your big leaders. Hold on. was Did, did the did the Florida trainer come and fuck Jimbo's wife again? What happened? <laughs> no, we lost that, that kid, that, that nice kid, the Smith kid, the, the, oh, the guy okay. that came back. So, well, we don't oh, want anybody yeah, to get yeah, that's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt pretty bad. I mean, our, our offense is already anemic. So I mean, we—I will say we're getting a little better on offense, but it's not near enough in these big games. I, I, yeah, we're in a lot of trouble offensively. Uh, so, but I'm realistic. You know, I don't have to get on here and fucking run your team to, down to make my team look better. I think that's that's chicken shit. You know, and all these well, people who want to make a cute little comment—it's it, fucking but, bullshit. On, what me, it is. So, look, and. Uh, I can agree with you to an, a point on that, but when you're the defending national champion, you can mock fucking everybody. <coughs> it is a Georgia fan. So you can say whatever the fuck you want well, when you're at the top. So there's that. Well, and like I said, you can put a big asterisk by that national championship. I mean, they proved in the SEC championship game they couldn't cover Alabama's receivers, who, by the way, were not <laughs> present for the last game. And I know we all say, you know, that's circumstantial, but that's a huge issue. I mean, they, they had no business even being in the title game. But, you know, I mean, if you can't win your conference champion, how do you get in the playoffs for a farce? I mean, until they change the format or whatever, how can you have a team that loses their last fucking game is in the playoffs? There's no sense in having the playoffs. You know, the, the people up there are biased as fuck. They're dumb as fuck. The playoff committee has proven uh, time and time again they have, they have no business. 
voting on those teams to put them in there. But so, look, yeah, Georgia's look, number one, hold, and they did win the championship. You can't on. take it away from them. I get, well, but that, that's what I was going to say. You, you know, look, do you they do you you don't think that Georgia, even with that loss, was one of the top four teams in the country? Uh, and by the way, they went in and they 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 beat Alabama in the championship game. So they obviously figured yeah. something out. And trust me, I hope Georgia loses every fucking game they play. But we have to right. deal with facts here. They played Alabama again. They beat Nick Saban in the biggest game of the year. Uh, I don't I don't know what else you want from them, man. I really don't. Well, I mean, yeah, they beat the team that was in front of them. But like I said, there's some circumstances there that, that you know, like I said. Now, were they one of the top four? We'll never know because playoff fucking committee doesn't put enough things in there to even have a competition. It's a voting. It's a it's a popularity contest. If if Alabama's in anywhere around the country, they're going to be in there. I mean, why? How, how come they've got one loss? And I guess because they could pass the eye test. No, they passed a little bit of money under the table. Let's get real about this. I, shit. So no. Well, I, and, I don't. Until I don't, the playoffs. I, God damn. I, I can't. Until I, I can't, the. I mean, you geez. can't tell that because that's true. That's the facts of the matter, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's not. You know, until the playoff is is is, is deemed the playoff. That's why the pros have wild card teams and they have things that are building from something toward the end yeah i mean you know so alabama's got one loss they're automatically in there ohio state they are our, our team let's have one loss usc or one loss whoever because they don't have the name brand they're not going to be put in there so until the playoff sure. is fucking changed there's not a true national champion in college football right now. so georgia yes they have the title by default i'll give them that but i'm like you they you know georgia is you know they're a good, they're a good football team, but you know their university is overall sucks. You know they, 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 that's all they are is a football. Team. So I, I don't have no respect for Georgia or their whole fucking bullshit. I hope they lose their. So fucking let game. me. So hold but, on, hold on, j- just so I'm on the same page here. You think that Georgia didn't belong in the playoff? You think that they paid their way in? I'm just making sure I'm following. Am I missing something? But Alabama should have been there, even though they had one loss. They lost to an eight and four team. Mm-hmm. But that didn't finish in the top 25 and ducked Wake Forest for a bowl game because they knew what happened to them the last time they played Wake Forest. They got the double nickel hung on them. But Georgia didn't belong. Is that is that where you're coming from? Well, I, I'm, I'm looking at it from the perspective as they didn't win their conference. I mean, you know, so, I, I mean, there's got to be some kind of parameter, you know. So, yeah, no, I, I, I believe unless you win, if you can't at least win your conference championship, I said, no, you don't deserve. I would rather see a one-loss. Pac-12 team in there that won their actually won their conference in Georgia. Now whether they're better or not, yeah, but that's subjectional. But that, that's subjectional, Rob. Yeah, you could say there, yeah, Georgia's so way better than any Pac-12 team that existed. One, you could say that. I I know, but I don't think there was another one-loss team that won their conference title, which is the curriculum that you're talking about here. Uh, that I I don't think that was there. I think. Georgia lost the SEC championship game and they got they got popped by Alabama, but to say they didn't belong in the playoffs is just silly. But I mean, well, just I, I think it, it, they, the, the playoff format in general is wrong. As far as that particular situation, yes. I mean, I'm sure. not going to stand staunch that Georgia wasn't one of the best four teams in the nation. That was that. that All right. That, well, that's, let's we'll just, never know. Let's just let's just end on that. Thank you for calling the program, sir. We appreciate it. You have okay. a good night, y'all right? Have, y'all there have you a good. Go. All right. All right. Jesus. Jackpot. What the fuck happened there? That just went off the rails. Big Barney Ross um, comments that uh, this guy was conceived on a pullout couch. 
<laughs> Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, it's Chris from Georgia. Um, I don't know why what Tennessee did make that Wake Forest fan so mad. Um, I don't think anybody's claiming um, we're going to win at all. I think Tennessee's still in the second in the East. I think they know that in the New Year's Six game. I think that's uh, that would be really overshooting their goal for the year. I think most Tennessee fans Peck are like and Megan said you're on the same level goal. as Georgia. You heard that earlier, right? You're on the same level as Georgia, according to Peg and Megan. <laughs> th- I mean, we're top ten right now. If somebody beat us, I mean, if Clemson and Tennessee played tomorrow and you smoked us, would you say we beat a team that shouldn't have been top ten, or would you say we beat a top ten Tennessee? Uh, I'm on record on this show. The only rankings that really matter are the ones at the end of the season. So I may be the wrong one to ask that question question to. So, well, ninety percent of people are going to say, "Oh, we beat the top ten team." I mean, Utah is not playing like a top ten team. And look, I don't Florida, look. There were a couple. A perfect example of where why that why your theory is silly is because uh, what was it like five years ago? Florida State was ranked number four, and Alabama was ranked number two. They played the first game of the season. Uh, Alabama knocked out DeAndre Francois in the first, the like the first seven plays. They end up putting somebody else in there. Florida State finished like five and seven or some ridiculous number. But at the beginning of the season, they were a top five team. Mm-hmm. I don't think that anybody sits here and says, "Oh, that's a win by a, over a top five team." No, you beat a team that finished five and seven. That's what I you mean, do. But it does happen. That's I remember. Love for beating Tech, a, a five and seven Texas. Like that was like one of their best wins last year, and they they took that yeah, to the bank. And you, everybody you've also how, got how improved Arkansas. The first week in being four games into the season are two completely different things, too. Like yeah, and I get that, but Arkansas fans are really really butthurt because they're the Vanderbilt of the SEC West. They have one more conference win heading into this season than Vanderbilt had since Mizzou and Texas A and M joined the league. So winning at Texas is like their fucking Super Bowl. It's like getting a blowjob from seven straight women, and then you get to fuck all of them. That's how they felt after that game. <laughs> that was a terrible. That they hit that upright, and I, I think the whole state of Arkansas about collapsed in on itself from all the gas that gas they let out. Hey, I saw. Uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been CBS Sports or Fox Sports or somebody. They released their way too early bowl predictions, and they're they're predicting. Um, Tennessee and Clemson meeting up in Miami and then Kentucky and Oklahoma State meeting up in the Sugar Bowl. I'd like to see Tennessee's offense against Clemson, but they had Kentucky as a a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Oklahoma State. What do you think about that? I feel like Oklahoma State would just run up and down the field on them. Uh, well, that's one of those. I think think those uh, predictions are going to take a a swift kick in the – Wrecked on this Saturday, but it's just me. So uh, we'll, let me we'll let me respond that. to let me respond to SEC dog really quick. Here. He says, "All Arkansas is not the Vanderbilt of the West." I said, going into the season, they had twenty SEC wins since two thousand and twelve. Vanderbilt had nineteen. That's all I'm saying. So uh, there's that. Uh, I think. As much as I hate Kentucky and I think they're a farce and they're a fraud, I think they might win. But they also they, – they run up on SEC, which they, they do have an 0-10 record against road teams in the SEC West under Mark Stoops, which is blows my mind how you can't win one SEC West road game. especially Abysmal. When Even Will Muschamp won on the road. 
But uh, they, they've got a good habit of running into SEC West teams that aren't Mississippi State, like, at their worst. Like, they got LSU in their worst years of pre-Saban. They're getting Ole Miss when they're missing their two top running backs. Like, I don't know. I hope they, I hope Ole Miss wins, but I don't, I don't see it happening. I think Kentucky will win by three, and they'll act like they beat the 85 Bears or something. But, well, you know what I would say that Ole Miss is All right, bud. See you later. There you go, jackpot. All right. Well, well, if I do, I'll just be telling everybody how fraudulent Ole Miss is. <laughs> yeah. Look, we don't. We're not. We'll find out who's better between those two, and you know, both of those programs are struggling to finish second in their division. It's the battle of who gets to be second place in their division. It's basically what that boils down to. All right, jackpot. Um, yep, we've had a good show. Do you want to go to 10 30 or what? We're gonna give them a couple more minutes here. Or you want to just I'm not. what's that? All right, so we'll go to 10 30. There you go. I'm really looking forward to next Saturday night's game, though. I mean, I think South Carolina and uh and Kentucky, I think that's gonna be a good matchup. And I'm kinda I'm kinda I'm kinda hoping they win. Kind of hoping they win Saturday. because uh, you know, you know, if they lose they're going to come into that game against the Gamecocks. We need to get our respect. And they might just win. So uh, I'd like to see them win this game Saturday. Jackpot, if you had, if you were told, look, you can make a deal and you're going to get a win over Kentucky or a win over Tennessee and you got to lose to the other one, which one would you pick? Tennessee. <laughs> he didn't even have to think about it much. Like, no. <laughs> all right. Well, final call for calls 803 470 2905. 803 470 2905. As uh, we go out to the phones one more time here before we get out of here. Uh, answer the phone, dummy. All right. There you go. Hey, good evening, boys. It's Tim from Sillyville, South Carolina. Um, from where? Or where? Simpsonville, but I just call it oh. Sillyville. Uh, you know, where okay. Jackpot gets to spend the weekend, but apparently not weekdays anymore. Uh, um, I got a comment first, and then I got a couple of questions. On on the caller earlier who you know, was talking about the playoffs are fraudulent, this, that, and the other, he's not completely off the rails because – the brass domers, you have the rule that you don't need a conference championship because of Notre Dame. Is that am, am I wrong in that thought? I, I I get where you're coming from with that, but he said that Georgia paid to get into the playoff. After he said that, and, and Texas A&M fans been joining the show for a long time now. After he said that, I was like, I mean, that was that was Peg and Megan level, Peg and Megan level of stupid. <laughs> All right, all right, um, and and I think when they get to twelve teams, you're going to have you, you, you got to watch some of these old FBC shorts because they already did a video about when uh, if if they expand the playoffs and and the guy who plays the Alabama character says, "All right, you want more blowouts? We'll give you more blowouts." Uh, Good point. Uh, but I also I got a question about um, Clemson. Sure. Um, Everybody keeps talking about how much better DJU is. Oh, he's this, he's that. And I'm like, 
are you people not watching the same game I am? Because maybe I got the bar set just a little bit higher. Because I'm, I'm like, yes, he's better. However, he's still walking under the Trevor Lawrence bar. And most likely the, I would, I would go back as far as, say, Todd Boyd bar. Um, there have been some drops, but he's, he, I still don't think he is that whirlwind next Trevor Lawrence, next, um, you know, Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback. What, I want to know what you guys thought. And then the other side of the football is um, I realize there have been guys out on defense and so forth, but giving up that many points to Wake Forest, his well, that's what got Tommy Bowden fired. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm just wondering is is that a coaching thing? Because I'm 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 aware that the first couple of years of Brent Venables wasn't as yeah as idyllic as, as everybody thinks. Uh, mm-hmm. There were some struggles, um, and I want to know what you guys think, and I'll I'll listen off the air. All right, appreciate it. Pot, you want to address any of that? Um, with uh, Brent Venables, what about him? I was talking about the whole thing with Uwe Angelale about, you know, your, your thoughts on him. And I'm, I'm looking for a post here uh, from a friend of the program, Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk. And it was – it's something when I read it, I was like, holy shit, when I read it. But I'm trying to uh, make sure that I give you – the full I mean he's looked he's looked uh, better this year uh, by a lot I would say he's looked a lot better but then you, you see those moments of like 2021 filtering back in as well so uh, it's, you know, it's hard right, to say so that he's really talk. turned the turn turn the corner but uh, he's definitely playing a lot better here is the this is from Lawton Swan at Clemson Sports the Clemson offense has been the second most productive in Tiger history through four games, scoring 175 points, trailing only the 2000 team, which scored 186. So as far as points scored, they're putting points on the board. I'll, I'll give them that, but eh, I, I don't know. With, with Uwe Ungalale, you know, I think that he's trying to uh, he's trying to get that NFL contract. We'll see how that rolls, man. I mean, to try to the problem is that he came after you know, a slew of great quarterbacks. Taj Boyd was a good quarterback to yep. Deshaun Watson to, I mean, Kelly Bryant wasn't a bad quarterback, led him to the college football playoff. And then you've got um, uh, Trevor Lawrence as well, right there in the mix. I mean, it's just, you know, trying to fill all those shoes is just tough. Kentucky <laughs> Durbin makes this comment. I don't know what, I don't know what he's talking about. He says Wake's Matador is solid, would be at least thirteenth in the SEC. What is? I don't know. Stop reading his comments. Stop reading his comments. All right, Jackpot. We got a good show. I get smarter by the minute when I when I listen to him. So yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, we had a good show. We appreciate you guys as always, and we will see you later on.